often as I am awakened in the morning, I'm already praying. I'm praying for God to fill my day. And especially, I'm praying to God, asking Him to show me if there are any exhortations for the church that He wants me to speak. To exhort means to urge earnestly with advice and warning. And nowadays, right now, we at the end of this world, Antichrist is rampant. Devils are rampant. People of the world do the most insane things imaginable, like attacking flight attendants on airplanes and things that you, we never heard of before this period of time. Just taking a gun and shooting people, shooting masses of people. These are insane things. Always look for devils when insanity is there. So exhortations are very important. They are important for me to do and you to do. You might not be exhorting the whole church, but you probably have family. So Pay close attention to these scriptures that I'm going to read on the subject of exhorting because it doesn't necessarily mean a person like me. But it could be that you need to exhort your family more. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 6, But Christ as a son over his own house. Whose house are we if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end? Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, says God, that they shall not enter into my rest. I think there are many church people today who do not enter into the rest of God. They just keep worrying over the situation. They don't do the scriptures. They don't actually apply the scriptures to their life. So they don't enter into rest and they don't have faith in God, in the word of God. I think that one of the scriptures most violated by church people is Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Paul says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Pour out your heart before God. 
take each problem and fear to God in prayer when it happens immediately. The devil has a way of darting in with fears and then disappearing before you can pray. And then you think it's okay. And you forget you haven't prayed about it. Don't let that happen. When that fear comes, immediately turn to God and say, please help me. And pour out your heart before God on that fear. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. That little seed of unbelief that's thrown by the devil sometimes can just go in your heart and he disappears and you think it's all right. And then that evil rises from your own heart through your own mouth and you're shocked at what you said. So take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Verse 13, but exhort one another daily. Now you've noticed how I record these messages daily and present them to the church and how I write to you daily on the blog. That's because that's what the scriptures tell me to do. Exhort one another daily. And then in another scripture we'll read in a minute, it says, and even more as you see the day of the Lord approaching, even more as you see the wickedness of the world increasing. This is for you and me. Exhort one another daily. Urge earnestly by advice and warning. While it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin, for we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. When I was injured in 2018, when I fell at my house in Texas, a church person who had always helped me or tried to help me she came to my hospital room well first I need to tell you that God gave me a vision of this same woman she was at the foot of my hospital bed she didn't say a word she just looked at me and then she turned and disappeared, walked through the wall. It was a vision. I thought it was something caused by drugs that they were giving me, but it wasn't because it actually happened. She came to my hospital room. She sat down and she said, I no longer read the Bible or the blog. I no longer care about anybody or anything. And I said, but if you go that way, what is going to happen to you? And she said, I don't want to talk to you about this. And she got up and went into the bathroom that was there, the private bath, in my room. 
a nurse came in at that very moment, and I called out to this church woman, and I said, now don't leave until the nurse leaves and I can talk to you. Well, the nurse came to do something to me, and I saw this woman sneak out through the door and disappear. This woman had been in our church group 38 or 9 years. I knew she had bought into ideas of devils. I could have even proven to her that what she was saying wasn't even true because she said, I no longer care about anything. She had a little dog she cared about. I know she cared about that dog at that moment. But she had bought into a lie sent to her mind by a devil. You have to be careful about these thoughts because they will push you away from God. Now later she did return and she said she was sorry that she did that, that she had no charity at all toward me. I said, that's no problem because you are a problem to me. And you have been since the beginning. And I was actually relieved when you were gone. I didn't have to be concerned about you. Well, she is back in our group now. I feel like if she can have faith in scriptures, if she can have faith in God through the exhortations that I present daily, that she'll be fine. So take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. Taking in thoughts of the devil will destroy you. In departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Now, in Hebrews chapter 10, we have another scripture concerning exhorting one another. Start at verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. Urge earnestly by advice and warning. Exhort one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. Verse 26, For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. 
of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall be thought worthy of who trod hath trodden underfoot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, and hath done despot unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord, and again the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Hold on to faith. Hold on to the scriptures. Fight the good fight of faith. Don't you realize the devil will devour you if you let him? You can't allow your mind to just bounce around from one thought to another. You must hold fast to the way of God and the scriptures. God prepared Joshua for the work to which he was assigned. I hope each of you will carefully read Joshua chapter 1, verses 5 through 9, because I believe these apply to us today also. When we are of God, to whatever work we are assigned, whether you have children, whether you have a husband, a wife, a family, to whatever you are assigned. This applies today. Joshua chapter 1, start at verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee, says God, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. But that applies to us too. Be strong and of a good courage. Recognize which voices are of devils. Don't go along with their ideas. Resist them by turning to God and asking for help and fighting with the word of God. For it is truth. Verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, the Holy Bible, the word from God, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it, from the Bible, from the word of God. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Verse 8. This book of the law, the Bible, shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then... Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. In verse 9, God says, Have not I commanded thee? As you're getting ready to do something, who is it that's commanding you, devils or God? Be strong 
and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Psalm 1 Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word of God. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Because he's drinking of that water of life, the word of God, when the heat comes, you won't be swept away. Your leaf will not wither because you're drinking continually from that river of water which is the living word of God, the Holy Bible. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft, which the wind driveth away. That leaf that's out there on the yard, it just blows whichever way the wind blows. We are not like that. We are grounded by the word of God, and we hold fast to that word of God, and we drink continually from the rivers of water of the living God. And we're like that tree that isn't easily moved. Verse 5, Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.